Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate, and the name of this tune happens to be called Live Your Dreams. So I thought it was appropriate for me to start off Marvelous Motivating Monday with this tune, and I ask that you guys sit back, relax, and hopefully be motivated by this Monday, marvelous, motivating Monday episode. My intention was to talk about something that's happening here in Atlanta. I have um, been mentoring people for many, many years, and some of the younger people who I'm listening to more and more, because they are going to be our future, send me little articles and things that they thought I might be interested in seeing. And my own daughter sent me a picture of something in an article talking about housing development in Atlanta for women and children. And the article was talking about under the leadership of Kimani Sadiq, this organization is Atlanta, this based in Atlanta, has gone beyond the call of duty. These beautiful brothers and sisters have brought several properties in in their community and are in the process of transforming them into low-income housing for women and children and also giving a few homeless an opportunity to have a place to live. So when I saw that, I was like, wow, let me go check this out and see if I could find a lot of information on it. I didn't find that much information on it other than the article, but the organization that they're speaking of this doing this, you know, brought a lot of uh, um, curiosity to me because I didn't know that this organization existed and it is here in Atlanta. So the organization that has done this amazing thing for the community is called the Huey P. Newton Gun Club organization. Now, ironically, I knew who Huey P. Newton was from the Black Panther days, yet I didn't know or never heard of this organization. So I decided, let's go on the website and check it out. Now, this specific article that I just mentioned regarding housing development actually came from the Huey P. Newton Gun Club blog. So they're affiliated, and I decided to go to both websites to see the difference. I always go to the about pages because I want to make sure I read what they say in their own words. So since the overall organization is the Huey Newton Gun Club organization, I decided to go to their website first. And it says, the Huey P, excuse me, the Huey P. Newton Gun Club is a coalition of members from various different groups and organizations coming together in unity to practice our Second Amendment right to bear arms. Our mission is to educate the masses of people on the necessity of self. That includes self-preservation, self-defense, and self Sufficiency through militant culture, safety, caution, and attention to detail are at the core of our way of life. We desire a world of peace, 
justice, and equality for all humanity, and specifically people of color. Now, that sentence in itself says a lot because first first thing people think when you see or hear the name Huey P. Newton, you think about the Black Panthers, those who don't know that the Black Panthers was doing a lot of positive things in the Black community. I mean, if nothing else, just... um, Recently, the movie that everybody was raving about, where Fred Hampton was talked about, you saw in that movie that they were giving back to the community. And so I don't want everybody to think that anything associated with the Black Panthers or Huey P. Newton is all negative and violence because it's actually the opposite. So I wanted to read their this specific um uh, organizations, local objectives, because they're in different cities. And I'm not going to name the city this is, but I just want to talk about it because, as I mentioned, there is a chapter here in Atlanta. But the first thing under the local objective is to develop power through education. Now, let me stop there. That's just the first, not the first thing, and that's just the subject. And the reason I want to stop there, because I always like Malcolm X's quote where it says, education is our ticket to the future. So keep that in mind. The local first objective is to develop power through education. And it says, we, the Huey P. Newton Gun Club, work to educate our people, particularly the youth. Now, the youth is who I keep saying we got to pay attention to because the young people They are our future. No matter what political party they're a part of, they will be the future. And it says, we, the Huey P. Newton Gun Club, work to educate our people, particularly the youth. To that end, our movement educates and teaches the community at our weekly meetings, public forums, rallies, programs, town hall meetings, on the streets, in the schools, in the projects. See, we got to go where everybody is, on the radio, through electronic and print media, and anywhere where knowledge needs to be forwarded. And see, that's what I try to do here at this podcast. I want to do whatever I can to forward knowledge and to bridge the benefits of knowing, researching, and educating yourself. Don't just take anyone's word for what you hear. Do your research. And it continues to say, most of our youth are currently in the public school system. For this reason, we will take an active role in school board affairs and general work in the regional public schools. We will struggle to turn the local school board back into the electoral hands of our people. The second local objective says to develop and enforce accountability and law enforcement and the criminal justice system, we respect the police in our community. Now, let me repeat that again. That's the very first sentence in here. So I need you guys to pay attention to this organization is not promoting violence of any kind. I want you guys, you can go to their webpage and read exactly what I'm saying. The first sentence it says is we respect the police in our community who show proper respect for our community. We respect those in authority as long as they respect us. 
We, the Huey P. The Huey P. Newton Gun Club, mobilized and organized for an end to police brutality and misconduct. We demand the police in our community and elsewhere respect the human rights of our people and their constitutional rights. We strive for community police review boards with legal power to seek indictments, punish, and discipline rogue police officers. We founded this organization on three principles, excuse me, three principal points. It must be understood we do not, and I'm going to say that again, we do not want to reinvent a long drawn out platform or process. These are their three principles. One, we want immediate end to police brutality in the murder of black and brown. Two, we want to cease black on black violence and self-hatred. Three, we want to arm every black men and women throughout the United States, which has been the greatest fear of the establishment. Now, I'm not going to get into who the establishment is. You can decide that for yourself. But as I mentioned, I did find this organization talking about the uh, housing development. It was on a 19, excuse me, a 20, uh, April 24th, 2019 blog for the Huey P. Newton Gun Club blog under uh, World Press. And I went to that site to see what they said who we are. So I'm going to read theirs as well. And it says, we, the Huey P. Newton Gun Club, honors our African and indigenous ancestors who fought and died fighting slavery and colonism on a worldwide flight. We honor those ancestors who jumped from the slave ships into the oceans rather than serve a wicked oppressor. We honor the nation of Haiti for being the first to overthrow their captors and all other organized revolutionary actions that took place, be it successful or not. We give gratitude and salute the 2,500 black men Excuse me, 200, excuse me, let me back up. We give gratitude and salute the 250,000 black men who joined the Union Army and won our freedom by serving vigilance from the, excuse me, from the barrel of the gun. We give special honor to the Tuskegee Airmen who were the best pilots of the war at a time when it was said black men couldn't fly planes. We honor the 761st Tankers Division, the Black Panthers who rained down hell on the enemy from their tanks in battle. We honor Malcolm X who told us to organize rifle clubs, men like Robert F. Williams, the Deacons for Defense, as well as the Black Panther Party who stood against white supremacy and the gatekeepers of the fascist system, the police. We will never forget your contribution to society and we continue to teach and spread the ideology of defense to our people. Because of you, we are Huey P. Now, it was interesting because I found someone respond to this, and it was dated December 13, 2016. And I want to read what this person said. It said, in light of your goal to educate people on the Constitution, I would suggest making a change from the Second Amendment of America's Constitution gives a right to bear arms, change it to 
The Second Amendment of America's Constitution protects the right. It may seem like a small change, but it is vitally important. The right existed before the Constitution was ever written. Now, that's a true statement. Now, I noticed also in Atlanta, there's another organization, and it's called the National African American Gun Association. And the reason why I'm telling you guys about all this is because if you keep paying attention to the news, every time there's a shooting, there's always this discussion about the Second Amendment, that people are trying to take away the Second Amendment rights, and they want to be able to keep their guns. Now, I can honestly say I am a gun owner. I am actually multiple gun owner, and I have a license to carry. And I go to the range and, and shoot, uh, learn how to shoot responsibly. Every gun I get, you know, rifles, handguns, clips, revolvers, whatever I have, which is everything. I make sure I go to the gun range and learn how to shoot them properly. And there's unfortunately a lot of people, especially in the African-American community, they're afraid of guns. And I get it. But I think right now with the divisiveness and the craziness that we keep seeing in America, we still need to consider being prepared in case something crazy happens and you have to defend your family. Now, one of the things I decided that I'd do, because there's so many definitions of what people say the Second Amendment is, I did some looking up. I went from the Constitution Center organization to a couple other things. I just Googled, and one of the things I Googled was, what exactly does the Second Amendment say? And one of the answers I got was, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, that's what the definition of the Constitution is. All these uh, lies and fake stories of people trying to take everybody's Second Amendment right away, that's not what was happening at all. What it sounds like what's happening is they're trying to make it be a little more responsibility on those who are getting guns. And, and, and I know sometimes it's mental health. And I know that sometimes it's a situation where people pass all the background checks and still commit the crime. But I just want people to start paying attention to things that are constantly being talked about and you're getting the false information. And when I went to Constitution Center organization, there was a section with the question, what was the original intent of the Second Amendment? And see, intent is really, really tricky. And one of the things I've said all my adult life, um, being in the legal industry, there's a lot of things that the average, as they call a person, has no clue what happens. And the legal industry is intentionally set up to confuse you unless you go to school, get them degrees to learn about the legal system. The average person just doesn't know the law when it comes to legislation or just any kind of law, whether it's criminal law or something else. But legislation is where all this comes um, from. And one of the things I always say is I personally think we need to amend the Constitution for various reasons because in the last couple of years, one thing I've seen is how People twist the words of the Constitution to where it's beneficial to them. So I said, let me check and see what the Constitution Center organization says. And this is what it says when you ask the question of what was the original intent of the Second Amendment. It says, abundant historical evidence indicates 
that the Second Amendment was meant to leave citizens with the ability to defend themselves against unlawful violence. Such threats might come from usurper of government power, but they might also come from criminals whom the government is unwilling or unable to control. Now, it's so ironic reading the last part of that because they're still talking about accountability for January 6th's insurrection. And I saw last week, this weekend, how a lot of the representatives and two of them from Georgia, because if you didn't know what was going on and you saw all the video, you would just think they were tourists. Ain't no way on this earth seeing all them flags and poles and beating people and all. There's no way that the insurrection we saw on TV would look like just a regular tourist in D.C. That is crazy to me to even say that. You could have came up with a better lie than that. But these are the type of things that I want people to go and do their research on. And one thing that I definitely want you guys to listen to, I always go and see if I can find some audio of someone talking about certain subjects. And I found a video, and it's from three years ago. And this video is a man talking. He's talking to the North, well, he's from North Carolina. This is in North Carolina. He's giving a speech about the Second Amendment, and he's giving a speech at a city council meeting, and it's about gun rights. And I want you all to listen to the entire speech and see what this guy says, and then we're going to talk about it. Violence, blacks, these minorities are not minorities. What I want to know is, when are you all going to start standing up for the majority? And here's who the majority is. I'm the majority. I'm a law-abiding citizen who's never shot anybody, never committed a serious crime, never committed a felony. I've never done anything like that. But it seems like every time we have one of these shootings, nobody wants to blame, put the blame where it goes, which is at the shooter's feet. You want to put it at my feet. You want to turn around and restrict my right, constitutional right that's spelled out in black and white, you want to restrict my right to buy a firearm and protect myself from some of the very people you're talking about in here tonight. It's ridiculous. I don't think Rod Serling could come up with a better script. It does not make any sense. The law-abiding citizens of this community and many communities around this country, we're the first ones taxed and the last ones considered and the first ones punished when things like this happens because our rights are the ones that are being taken away. That's the reason why I came down here today. Gun show or no gun show, NRA or no NRA. I'm here to stand up for the law-abiding citizens of this community. Because I'm going to tell you that what's going to happen. You can take the guns away from us all you want to. You all write a law, I follow the law, I'll bring my guns down here, I'll turn them in. But here's what's going to happen. The Crips and the Bloods on the other side of town, they're not going to turn their guns in. They're going to hold on to them. And what's going to happen when you have to send the police down there to go take it? The police can barely enforce the law as it is. As what I see, we demonize the police, criminalize and, and, and vilify the police, and we make the criminals into victims. And we're talking about restricting guns? How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that when the police department's already hamstrung? You're not going to be able to go down here and take these guns from these criminals. So the criminals are going to hold on to their guns. They're still going to have them. They're still going to break in my house, and they're still going to shoot me with them. And guess who's going to be the one that suffers? It's going to be me. Well, I'm here to tell you tonight, it is not going to happen. 
without a fight. And when I say fight, I don't mean shots fired. I don't mean fist thrown. I mean, I'm going to come down here to this city council and raise hell just like these loonies from the left do until you listen to the majority of the people in this city. And I am the majority. The majority of the people in this city are law-abiding. And they follow the law. And they want their constitutional right to be able to bear, to bear arms. They want to be able to gun go to the gun show and buy a hunting rifle or sport, a sport rifle. There are no military-grade weapons sold, sold, uh, sold at the uh, gun show. An AR-15 is not a military-grade weapon. Anybody would go into combat with an AR-15 is a fool. It's a semi-automatic 22 rifle. You'd be killed in 15 minutes in combat with that thing. So we need to dispel all these myths, and we need to drop all this, all this division that we got going on here. Because the bottom line is, when that Second Amendment was written, whether the framers liked it or not, they wrote it for everybody, and I am everybody, and the law-abiding citizens of this city are everybody, and we want our rights, and we want to keep our rights, and by God, we're going to keep them, come hell or high water. Now, the funny thing about this man, he was pretty pissed off, and I'm actually playing you the audio of a video. Now, he talked about the loony lefts, and by him saying that, I'm pretty sure that means he's not one of them. So he's one of the loony rights that's going into the belief that everybody from the left is trying to take his Second Amendment rights. The thing that's really ironic about this, this is done, this video was out, it's three years old. The thing that you may be shocked about is that this is a young African-American male. This is not an old white racist looking redneck. This is a young, healthy black male that's saying these words. And the reason why I'm saying this is just because they're black doesn't mean they're on the left or the right or believe in the Second Amendment or don't or believe that they're giving up their rights to bear arms. And I want you guys to just pay attention. And that's why I said, let me do an article on the Second Amendment and allow people um, of all colors, but African-American people specifically to know that there are African-American organizations that are doing training for guns and giving knowledge and education. And there's another one right here in Georgia that if you don't know about, I want to tell you about it. It's called the National African-American Gun Association. And you can go to their website at naaga.co. And I want to just tell you what their webpage says they're about. It says the goal of the National African American Gun Association is this is to establish a Second Amendment organization that educates. See that word? See that word educate? It's in there again. That's what I'm trying to do. That educates and trains our community on the rich legacy of gun ownership of African Americans, offering education, training, support safety standards, and cultural inspiration. We are a pro-Second Amendment organization focused on the preservation of our community through armed protection and community building. We are a hub and network for all African-American firearm owners, organizations, gun clubs, and outdoor enthusiasts. The long-term goal of the National African-American Gun Association 
is to have every African-American introduced to firearm use for home protection, competitive shooting, and outdoor recreation activity. We welcome people of all religions, political affiliation, social and racial backgrounds. We especially welcome African-American members of law enforcement and active returning, excuse me, active retired military. Now, when I found this organization, I wanted to see what other things they do. And they actually have firearm courses and certification. So you can get basic handgun fundamentals, defensive pistols one and two, range safety officer, advanced marksman, marksmanship proficiency qualifier certification, pistol and self-defense, women defensive tactics course, home security defensive course, and um, they have instructors for course and certification. And I want to read something that they have a chapter of this organization in Chicago. And I just want to read some of the statistics for that specific chapter. Um, Excuse me, a comment from a member of that specific chapter. And he says, I'm going to keep it 100. It makes me proud to see us shown in a positive image with firearms. When you read about our history and what we have done in and what we have done, it just inspired me to be more active with Second Amendment issues and getting involved. And see, I was glad to see someone else say that because that's the whole point of me doing this episode. Because I want people to pay attention and, and just learn more about the Second Amendment. And that's what this guy said that he was doing. And he said, our chapter has excellent leadership. and We focus on laws within our state, safety on the range and training. And I recommend the organization to anyone. Now, this organization has three, excuse me, 30,000 national members, 75 active chapters, 5,000 people visit their website daily, and 60% are women. Hear that, women? So I just wanted to do an episode on something that everybody's talking about. But when I mention it to my African-American, Hispanic, and Asian friends, they say to me that they don't know or care about it, but I want them to know and care about it. And especially if you're a voter, because as I always say, voting just always seems to come up when you're talking about anything. And I want you to pay attention when politicians start talking about the Second Amendment. And then this way, you will know exactly what is true and what is not. Remember, this episode is strictly about information regarding the Second Amendment. I want more people to be involved with knowing their rights and what the Second Amendment really says. Well, guys, this will end this episode, and I hope that the information that you received is inspiring, uplifting, and informative. As I always say, follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A is in advocacy, capital L is in ladies, and you can follow us on many of the podcast apps. We are on Apple iTunes, Google Play, 
Spotify, Pandora, Alexa TuneIn, and of course, my hosting podcast company, Podbean. If you have any questions or subjects you want us to look into, give us a call. We're at 404-855-7723. Or you can send us an email at podcasthostshaypate19 at gmail.com. And you know my favorite question is, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening.